Good evening, everybody. Hello, and welcome back to the Heart to Heart podcast. Uh, crossing over this episode with Heartbeat of the District, which, if you don't know, is uh, William S. Hart Union High School District's official student-run podcast. So, uh, yeah, today we are uh, the two podcasts are coming to, together to discuss a very hot button, uh, hot button issue um, over the last year: uh, the change of Hart High School's mascot. Uh, so yeah, if you don't know, on July 14th, 2021, the Hart District Board ruled with a 4-1 to vote to change Hart's mascot by June 30th, 2025. And today we are talking to the wonderful Mr. Dotremont. Uh, welcome, to the, welcome to the studio. Thanks, Aaron. And this is the 62nd episode I saw of Heart to Heart, 62nd ep- right? episode of Heart to Heart, which is insane. Season 3 for Heartbeat, I believe this is the 16th episode of uh, the first episode of Season 2. Um, which is crazy that we've gotten to this point. Um, yeah, so Mr. Dotremont is going to be on to discuss, you know, the, the specifics for those who don't know of what the mascot change is going to look like, what that looks like moving forward, the timeline, because that's, um, that's a big part of how that's going to be implemented. And yeah, so thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, it's, it's just a pleasure to be on this and that this and the one for the district has taken on a life of its own. I remember starting this up uh, just a few years back, and you've taken it to new levels. So yeah, great job actually. to you and your team. Yeah, Mr. Dotremont was the original uh, podcaster in the in in the Santa Clarita Valley uh, school space because he started Heart to Heart out of his office. Uh, I guess three years ago now, which is crazy. And I took over it last year. Then obviously Heartbeat. We and didn't have this sort yeah. of setup. That's for sure. This is fantastic. Oh yeah, no, I've I've heard about what the original setup was, <laughs> and I'm, I'm glad we've we've moved past that. Yeah, now and this is actually exciting because this is for Heartbeat the the first uh, in person podcast recording, which is pretty cool. Um, awesome. You know, we've been, yeah, we've been because it's been remote on you know, distance remote, learning. Of course, right? yeah. yeah. All all of the podcasting s- stuff up to this point for me, has even just been over Zoom. So this yeah. is new territory. We've, so we've got cool. some equipment. Yeah, thank you, by the way, for Mr. Cass, uh, Kid Flicks, and Placerita Junior High for letting us use their wonderful Kid Flicks studio. Uh, their program is fantastic. I'm, I'm a little partial, but um, yeah. So cool. We can we can just jump right in here. Sure. If you want to, yeah, uh, for those who maybe didn't watch the board meeting or have heard headlines but not heard specifics, can you uh, just lay out what the decision by the board was for the mascot change and what the parameters are and everything? Sure. So, uh, again, I also uh, was out of town during this, this heated board meeting yep. that I've watched back since, and I did glean uh, the official four bullet points, if you will, from one of our board members, Mr. Jensen, to lay out the motion that was voted on um, that was, as you stated, four to one in favor of changing the mascot. Um, the four bullet points are this, to honorably retire the mascot of an Indian from the Hart High School Constitution within four years, with that retirement to take place no later than June 30th, 2025. Yep. That that mascot would be retired with honor. Uh, it will be contingent on the Hart High School student body and uh, the Hart High School staff to decide on a new mascot name, and that process has not yet been determined yet, or nor has the timeline. Mm-hmm. Our Hart High School constitution, uh, that's written out of the Associated Student Body, the Associated Student Government, if you will, okay, um, is to add a name of honor honoring the Fernandinho Tatavian Band of Mission Indians, and then the last part is something that's still under consideration uh, that our student body and our s- staff will consider having a mural painted um, 
on an area in, uh, in campus, somewhere on campus. And okay. that area could be one of our newly renovated, which you're going to see when you come back to school. Yeah. It's fantastic. The J Plaza. I, I did see that yeah, recently. It's pretty yeah, great. It's exciting. Um, and also perhaps establish a Native American cultural center on campus. Okay. That would be named after William S. Hart. Uh, and then finally, to add a component of the Hart High School student handbook that discusses the history and importance of Native American Indian respect, culture, and traditions at Hart High School. So those last things are purely considerations. Okay. Um, and as for a timeline and, and everything, um, we have yet to establish that. Of course. Yeah, and and to kind of elaborate on that, I know just just coming out of COVID and everything and with everything that falls under your responsibility as an, as an administrator, with the start of the school year and a bunch of different things that are piling up, like as, as you said, uh, we, we were talking before, and as admin, you have a lot of responsibilities that, that need to come first before we get to this, right? Yeah, it's such a great point, Aaron. Um, you know, we have a start of a school year that it feels like the start of a new job because yep. we have students coming back for five days a week uh, in person. Yes, masks in classroom at this point, but outside um, it's as normal as it was just two years ago. And Which that seems incredible. like such yeah. an eternity ago, but... Hopefully, our students are welcome back with open arms. That's our plan, and that's our purpose into making sure school is back to as normal as possible, and that is priority number one right of now. Of course. Um, these things, obviously, are, are important, and um, in referring to the mascot, they're important to our community, they're important to our students, to our staff, to our parents, mm-hmm. um, to the Native American culture, and to the Native American indigenous folks that, that live here and and we definitely heard that in the board meeting. Um, we also heard another side of those that wanted to keep the mascot. And it's a difficult situation to be in, but it's definitely not something we're going to rush because at this point in time, there are much more important things to take care of, especially getting our students back to school in a safe manner and in a manner that's going to get them prepared for almost a year or longer of content, of academics that, that, that maybe they missed out on, not mm-hmm. being able to do it in an in-person manner. Yeah. So, I think, yeah, I think really what it comes down to is, you know, Hart High School is in the same position as every high school, you know, in junior high across our district. Like, you know, everyone was, you know, locked away in some, some form or another for the last year. And, you know, ed- educationally, that's been, you know, people have been struggling. And there's a lot of things that need to be, thought about again and like starting to gear up processes and everything I think that's solid I think the way the 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 board gave space for that to happen and for everything not to be rushed into that actually struck me as as a a decent way to bring everything about so yeah yeah. definitely thought through and um, thankful for that Mm -hmm. uh, because we do have things that we need to make sure we get in order first of course. Yeah. I mean, I know as a student, there was, there was a little bit of a, of a point there where I was like, oh, well, if we take away the mascot and then, well, we don't have, I've not heard any, you know, name replacements yet. Does that mean we'll be the, you know, the Hart High School football team this next, this next season and stuff yes, like the that? the Hart High School students. Yes. Yep. <laughs> no, we, we have not discussed that. No, we are still at the current time um, because we have four years that we still have to do it. And to your point uh, of football, for example, or uh, CIF, you know, we are part of the California Interscholastic Federation. We have to give CIF a Man. mascot or a nickname. Yep. Uh, and that was done before I had left on vacation because we have to get things in order on July 1st. 
Um, obviously, the, the board meeting happened on July 14th. So there are things in place that you'll still see remain on campus. Um, and maybe I'm jumping ahead here, but, you know, there are, you know, our gym, for example, has on the baseline, on the basketball court, it does have the word Indians. Yeah. A gym floor is not very cheap to replace. I'll let or you know quick. that right now. Yeah. Or quick. And we have volleyball in the fall, girls volleyball. We have boys and girls basketball in the winter. And in the spring, we have boys volleyball. So timing uh, is going to be interesting. We do have an auxiliary gym, yes, but we can't play games there uh, for basketball, at least, because it's not regulation size. So there's going to be a lot of conversations before we go down any path. Uh, when it talks about financial responsibility, when it talks about facility usage, when it talks about the list goes on and on and on and on. So really good things to consider and uh, things that students will still continue to see on campus uh, when it comes to the name Indian. And that's just things we can't avoid. We can't get around right now. Of course. Yeah, that was going to be my next question is, is there anything that will be changing? This is coming out on the first day of school. As students come back to campus today, are there going to be any immediately noticeable changes or are we... Is that even possible at this yeah. point? Are no, we're... I'm glad you asked. The, the, the immediate changes really already took place last October. If you recall, and you probably don't, and that's fine, no offense taken. On Heart TV every Monday morning, you know, I would go on and I'd address the mascot topic um, on a number of occasions. But one in particular, I did talk about a, um, I don't know if you want to call it a resolution or something that we planned on doing anyways this year and every year forthcoming. Uh, as far as chance, as far as um, our student section leader not being able to come out of a teepee at a rally, yeah. Yeah. Um, things like that that maybe definitely were not um, appropriate and that probably we lost touch with over time, over the course of 20 years or so since the last controversy came up in the 90s. Yeah. Um, and, and I know, I believe we covered this too on a, on a previous either conversation or podcast, but definitely on Heart TV we covered that. So you know, there's no chanting, there's no um, uh, student section, you know, depictions of Native Americans mm -hmm. or anything like that. So there are definitely things in place. We got rid of um, a number of things across campus. Yeah. And so um, you, it probably won't be noticeable because honestly, Aaron, there really wasn't that much to begin with on campus in yeah. regards to um, Indian or Native American caricatures. Um, the chants that were referred to in the past mm -hmm. may have occurred, but not on a wide scale. And uh, there's so, you know, students, I believe, and, and our purpose, like I said earlier, is to go on as business as normal. Not too many things will be recognizable as change because in the first place, there wasn't too much to change to begin with. So. Yeah, and I mean, on the, on the topic of, you know, immediately noticeable, I mean, going into this year, half of our student population hasn't really been on campus fully yet. I mean, you know, full steam, everyone on the s at the same time. Um, yeah, and there is one area which you probably, again, don't even know about because you didn't participate in an in-person rally last yeah. year, uh, was in, in our gym, there was a gift, I believe it was from the class of 1972, but I could be wrong there. Okay. Um, I believe it's sometime in the 70s that they donated our alma mater in the gym. It's on a wall, and it, so it clearly reads out our alma mater, which our alma mater is fine. But there was a, a painting of a Plains Indian, mm -hmm. a Plains Native American depiction, if you will, not a caricature, but a depiction, beautiful drawing. Uh, but that probably would be the only thing that we would need to mm. take down or somehow resurrect because it was a gift from the class 
of 72. And again, yeah. forgive me if that's the wrong year, but that's something that we do need to figure out mm-hmm. sooner rather than later. Yeah. And that's the thing is, you know, that, that was the only thing that there was nothing, you know, deliberately offensive anywhere. I mean, for those of you who may not go to heart and may have been, you know, across the district kind of looking at this for, from a kind of an outside angle, it wasn't as if anything about the mascot in and of itself was meant to be obviously, obviously uh, disrespectful or in any way. Um, not at all. Yeah. And I, I believe our student body knew that whether or not mm-hmm. certain individuals took it upon themselves in the past to depict um, heinously in a way yeah. that Native Americans perhaps uh, chanted, acted, conducted themselves was never, ever something that we condoned at Hart High School. And so I'm, I'm glad that that came up because um, I'm proud of our student body. I'm proud of our staff. Yeah. I'm proud of our athletic programs, our extracurricular performing groups. All of them have held themselves with class. Again, there may have been an instance or two that have happened over the years that definitely either were, were dealt with, with through administration or through coaching staffs or through the staff, the teachers who really do a great job of keeping things when you're in a class and in a heated discussion perhaps, and you've had English classes where there's debates. Our staff does a great job, our faculty does a great job of, of curtailing it when it gets to going in a direction that maybe it shouldn't. So I have full confidence in moving forward uh, of our students, of our ASB, of our staff, of our athletic programs, that nothing will be amiss and that we will continue to be a, a California distinguished school that we Absolutely. were just named last year as yeah, well. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, if you want to kind of elaborate earlier, uh, you noted the uh, Hart High School Constitution and how that works with ASB. As a Hart student, I hadn't even heard of it until it was mentioned in this decision and, you know, figured that is something important. So if you want to elaborate on that. Sure. So every associated student government or student body um, on a campus in, in our district, it's typically an ASB, associated student body. Yep. Um, it's the student leaders on campus. And just because I say that doesn't mean that not any other students, not a student leader. You yourself, Aaron, have proved yourself to be a student leader right Thank out of the gate as a freshman, taking this on and, and doing other extracurriculars that you do. But um, the student leadership body, the ASB, on every campus, whether junior high, high school, and probably anywhere in America, I could be wrong there, but should have a, a governing um, a, a document that has governing bylaws or um, rules, if you will, that, that the student body functions by. Our ASB uh, has had a constitution because it's essentially a club, but it's also a class, and it, um, it has these bylaws that they follow and, and so on and so forth in it clearly depicts our school colors, our school mascot, our school alma mater, our school fight song, and all the way down the line. It goes into things such as um, a representative student government, uh, having a a representative from each class period come and and bring their thoughts to ASB. It talks about the hierarchy of of ASB, the executive board, the class officers. So it's it's a very structured document that, that most businesses, schools, clubs, like I said earlier, maybe even athletic programs may have, um, especially if they have a booster club, to make sure you can always go back and look at what is on paper, what is the letter of the law, that may sound cliche, but that is really what it comes down to, because that's what guides, directs, goes back to, um, why did we do this in the first place? And if you don't know, those of you out there listening, we covered this, I believe, in a very early episode of the podcast, but 
the original school colors were not black and red. Yes, they were maroon and maroon gray. Maroon and gray, correct. Yes. Very good. Eric. I was in our, our episode, uh, I believe, episode 50, Heart High, uh, Heart High School History Hysteria with Zach Riley. Oh, and um, you were talking about the party tent. I do remember uh, the this party tent. Yes. That, that is one of my favorite episodes. That you know, I done. talked to some friends, as a side note, I talked to some friends of mine who went to Heart High School back when that I remember was the in party place, tent? Yes. And they said that is exactly what they called it. Really? Yes. Yes. So you guys aptly named that. So I just want to go back and refer to that real quick because yeah. that was one of the. If if you happen to be a heart heartbeat of the district listener first for the first time listening to a heart to heart episode, I invite you to go to the heart to heart uh, podcast <laughs> page and listen to that episode because it's history not ba- not just about heart high school though that's what we focus on but the surrounding valley and um, you know how Santa Clarita came to be, and it's laced over with uh, you know excellent comedy from one of our producers Zach Riley. So, yeah, that's, that's fun. And episode. if you want to go way back and listen to an excellent commentary from Zach Riley and how he was critical of oh, the podcast yes. from the get-go. Now we're going back. Now we're going back to one of the initial episodes. But anyways, we digress. Yep. Um, going back to what I was referring to with the school colors and why the, the Constitution is so important, that actually was an amended Constitution. It was revised in 2005 with one of our previous ASB advisors, Mr. Pete Calzia, okay. who's no longer um, a teacher at the school. He's retired since... Um, but that just leads me to share with you. We have a brand new ASB advisor, Ms. Really? Nicole Wirtz. Okay. She'll be taking over, and Ashton Milner is going to be our executive president for ASB this year. And I'm really planning on working with the both of them and the entire ASB yeah. and student body to really move forward when it comes to things like the Constitution and just to make this year the best year we can possibly make it. Yeah, that's really exciting. And I will have to get all of those names because those are great <laughs> podcast episodes. Um yeah, so the the decision in it, you know farther down the road when when we when when we get to the point where we are looking at <coughs> selecting a new mascot and uh, all of that, what does that decision fall to? Is that something that, as you said, falls to our ASB? I assume obviously the student body will be in some way involved in that decision, but is that uh, you know again a, a a board decision as as this was, or how does that work? No, it's it's if I could speak frankly, and I'm not to offend any of our school board members. It's definitely not a school board decision. If you look at how um, a school such as Castaic mm-hmm. um, originated just shortly a short time ago, it was a student and community and staff collective effort to bring in um, school colors, school yeah. nicknames, whatever the case may be. So definitely it's going to be, and again, we would refer back to the Constitution, where it does say that perhaps three-quarters of the student body executive board uh, and or associated student body and or entire student population would need to vote for something such as uh, any amendments to the Constitution. Yeah. Where the board had authority in that Constitution says that my power as principal, which is given to the ASB students to run things like rallies and brunch activities and dances, yep. that power is derived from me as principal. My power as principal is derived from the school board. So ultimately, the school board has the power. Yep. Ultimately, they probably could choose it, but I would believe, listening to their commentary, they feel that this decision, even though the decision to change off the Indian mascot, would be something that would be left in the hands of the student body and the staff at Hart High School. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, that, that makes sense. That We refer back to the Constitution, as we just talked about, that's right. and that's excellent. Sweet. Um, yeah, I think that was that was a very clarifying, you know, sequence of things, and just as, is, is that, is the Hart High Constitution, is that like a publicly available, is that on our website anywhere? It's not. That's a great question. Um, but I don't think many bylaws um, and constitutions are publicly available. But mm. anyone that wants to ask for it, 
are welcome to get a copy of it. It's not like we're hiding anything. Of course. Um, there, there are some things that um, may need to be revised in that Constitution in general, things that may be, you know, and it's a living document. It's of something course. that we constantly work through, and with changes of leadership and ASP advisors and principals even, yeah. there's things that obviously would be looked at um, every once in a while and to make sure, again, we have the best experience for our students out there. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming. This has been very, uh, you know, encouraging, enlightening, and, and I feel much more as a student, much more knowledgeable now. Um, yeah. So as we, as we kind of wrap this up here, um, as we do on the Heart to Heart podcast and Heartbeat of the District, uh, we like to end on a positive note. Um, you know, we had been mostly talking about COVID the last year and a half, so it's nice to kind of have a different topic, even if it is something as uh, you know controversial as this. But um, yeah, so on a positive note, what are you most looking forward to as we finally have students fully on campus again? This I'm year? glad you asked. You know, Aaron, I got into this profession to be around students to see um, the great things they're able to do, such as yeah. yourself and doing this podcast and. You know, I, I have the joy of getting to see one of my own sons start at Hart High School next year. But um, the best thing to me is just being out there before school, at brunch, at lunch, seeing the interactions between the youth, going into a classroom and seeing our outstanding teachers teaching a lesson and, and really seeing that light bulb click on for our students to make sure that um, we're preparing the next leaders of our fine city and country, and we want to make sure that um, we do that in a in a a fashion that um, only promotes kindness, that promotes equity, that promotes um, just a love for each other and a love for a subject matter. Um, you know, whether that's technology or auto or football or English, you know, whatever makes students excited is really what I'm excited to see because we haven't had that. And seeing a student on a Zoom camera. Uh, it was cool for a while. It was unique, right? It was like something new, but uh, that it's got a little quick. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's something that, you know, school is never supposed to be this way. Human nature is is set up to want to be around other people and learn and interact and engage with others. We're not supposed to be and live in isolation. Personal opinion. Yeah. But I don't think that that's something that um, is good for our, our psyche, for our emotional and mental well-being. I think once we get back to as best as a normal school process as possible, I think we're going to see, you know, there, there's no limits to what you guys can do. And so Absolutely. I'm really happy to, and, and excited to see that. Yeah, me, me too. I'm, I'm very excited to see, A, see people again, see, you know, people who may not have been in my cohort last year. Um, and yeah, really get back to this new level of being able to do things again. And yeah. just learn what the high school experience is all about. For I mean, real. You know, yeah. rallies, dances, games, activities, um, you know, inside the classroom labs and, and interactions, debates. I mean, those are things that just prepare you for life. And uh, we just got away from that for a year. And, and, and that's not a knock on any of our teachers or our students who Absolutely really tried to, to meet the call. We both wanted it extremely well last year. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's just something that we weren't prepared for. Uh, we did our best to, to rise to the challenge, and we did. Uh, but now we're ready to get back to things that we know and, and things that we're ready to prepare you guys for for the future. So, Excellent. Well, uh, yeah, on that note, Mr. Dochermont, it has been absolutely a pleasure. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely have you on again. Thanks, Aaron. All right, and this has been a special crossover episode between the Heart to Heart podcast and Heartbeat of the District, which is why you are hearing the 
possibly weird music right now because you've never heard this before. <laughs> um, Love it. Yeah. So I, I invite you to check out the the episodes from either podcast, you know, Heartbeat of the District listeners. Go listen to the Heart to Heart podcast. There's definitely something for everyone there. Vice versa with obviously Heartbeat of the District is for, you know, the William S. Hart Union High School District. So, um, yeah, thank you for thank you for listening, making it to the end of this, you know, decently long episode. Yeah. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Heartbeat of the District or uh, at. I know what they need, Aaron. It's they just fine. need a Dotremont. Out. Dotremont out. Thank you so much. And that's going to fade out.